okay. Anyways, yeah. Let's um let's let's do this. Welcome back to Waburb. We are your hosts. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Jen. Liz is taking a few more months off, but we're hoping to have her back with us for April. We are Wicked Awesome Bitches Reading Books, and this is the first episode of Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore. Disclaimer, as always, the views in this podcast are just our own. You may disagree with us, and that's totally cool. We also think that consuming a story in any medium is awesome. Physical book, ebook, audiobook, read in bed, read in a park, read at the beach, read wherever, whenever, however. Just enjoy it. Just have fun. Just read. Uh, a few content warnings we found for this uh, particular book is that there are instances of infidelity, grief, abandonment. There is death of a parent, um, sexual content, fat phobia, drug use, a little bit of transphobia and homophobia as well. Um, and one quick correction we wanted to make in our last episode before we get going is... We had read Losing Spring, and we had told you that in March we will be reading the sequel to that book, Chasing Endless Summer. We mentioned that that was a four-part series. However, we can't find any evidence to that. We're not, not sure. sure. If, not yeah. sure where that came from. We think we made that up because there's four seasons. So um, as far as we can tell, there's only two books in the series. But uh, if anything changes with that, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. We just really want there to be four books, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe she'll get her happy ending in the next book. Maybe maybe it is coming. Maybe that's when she burns all the shit to the ground. I sure hope so. Yeah. I hope something happens. All right. <laughs> Here we go. So um, a little bit about the author of Una Out of Order. So Margarita Montemore was born in Soviet Ukraine, but was raised in Brooklyn, New York. She currently resides in New Jersey with her dog named Izzy and her husband, who I believe is named Terry. Um, Tiffany did look up her Instagram to get her dog's name. Um, and also side note, we've seen pictures of this author and she's stunning. Absolutely, Absolutely beautiful. Stunning. Yeah. Yep. Um, she graduated from Emerson college in Boston with a BFA in creative writing. Another Boston. I'm just, I love all the people that have these like new England connections. Love it. Mm -hmm. Um, she worked for over 10 years in publishing at HarperCollins and in social media before pursuing her dream of becoming a writer. She has blogged for companies like Marvel, Google, and exojane.com. She freelances as a book coach and editor when she is not busy writing her own novels. In an interview with Roz Morris in the Nail Your Novel blog, Montemore described herself as a writer-editor weirdo. She explained, I've been drawn to the left of center for as long as I can remember. And I've accumulated my own quirks over the years. Nowadays, I think of being a weirdo in terms of embracing the unconventional and celebrating original ideas. She further described her upbringing as a Russian immigrant in Brooklyn and her experience with being part of one culture and assimilating to another. She shared about her exposure to weird foods such as meat jello and weird superstitions. I have no idea what meat jello is. Do you? Have any I don't think I want to know. I'm gonna. <laughs> Meat jello? Please, please look that up while, while I continue on. <laughs> she also shared about developing an interest in the paranormal and high strangeness, perhaps due to her interest in watching Unsolved Mysteries. 
she also noted she had a goth phase. She stated, I think I started out wanting to be normal, but embrace the weird as being true to who I am. Any hits on meat jello? So I looked it up. It is, it's a Russian dish, so it makes sense, but it's, it's what you, it's what it sounds like. It's jelloed meat. Like, look Ooh. at this. I'm going to show you a picture. And I know you listening can't can't see this, but it is a loaf of jelloed meat. So it looks like it's just a gelatinous block with chopped up meat in it. Yeah, and this is one I one think has some veggies in it as well. Like here's one that has carrots in it. I mean, okay. I guess yeah. we can't knock it till we try it. You know, maybe it's actually really good. So it's made with bone broth and meat, essentially okay yeah kind of makes sense because i think one of the like one of the active ingredients in jello that makes it gelatinous is something within bone marrow yeah traditionally it is made with ox feet or hooves and then you would use a moderately fatty beef chunk okay cold water garlic bay leaf salt and pepper and then if needed if your meat doesn't have enough uh fat to mm -hmm. jelly you can add a little bit of gelatin but your meat should apparently have enough fat to jelly okay well that sounds quite interesting it's not something that i think we have anything like here in the states nope but um, i love it you know i'm, I'm yeah. always open to trying new things i try it why not sure sure we were find a Russian restaurant or something and there's um some meat jello on the menu I think I think I'll give it a try yeah a for try. sure for sure really really don't know until you try okay um in the same interview with Roz Morris she went on to describe her writing I aim to create stories that will entertain but also offer thought-provoking themes if readers want to dig deeper I like to present a world that's a bit off kilter but rooted in the real and familiar so that it's easier for readers to buy into the reality I'm presenting. And I hope that giving people a taste of the less familiar makes them look at things with a fresh perspective, whether it's the notion of memory or aging or something else. She also shared that she doesn't write just one genre of book, but instead flirts with multiple genres because of the interesting dimensions it can give a story. She shared that the universal theme of her books is people who are looking for home. Home could mean a place, person, or something within the character themselves where there is the most security and sense of belonging. Margarita currently has three published novels. Asleep from Day was published in 2018, and she, pub she self-published this book, actually. Interestingly, she did opt to pull this book from publication and place Una Out of Order as her debut novel. So mm -hmm. Una Out of Order was the next book that was she had published in 2020 that was published by Flatiron Books. And interestingly, the early drafts of the manuscript were rejected by over 200 agents. Wow. And her third book was published in 2022, and it is called Acts of Violet. Tiffany, nice. you want to tell us a little bit about the background of Una Out of Order? Yeah, so the original title of this book was The Rearranged Life of Una Lockhart uh, for the UK publication but it is titled Una Out of Order here in the U.S. So in previous episodes, we've talked about book covers being different, mm -hmm. and this book takes it to a whole new level. It's got a completely different title. 
I'm also remembering back to the author of The Burning Girls. Was that C.J. Tudor? Yeah. And her first novel was uh, published under a different title in, I think it was England or the UK versus in the US as well. Oh, wow. Okay. I did not remember that. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so this book is a USA Today bestseller and a Good Morning America book club pick, an Amazon editor's best book of 2020 pick, and is being adapted for television by Amazon Studios. Some other awards and honors for this book include the February 2020 Library Reads pick, March 2020 Indie Next pick, Audible Editor's Select pick, and was on the Goodreads staffer's top three books of the year. It has also been included in several top book lists, including Book Riot's 20 of the Best Book Club Books of 2020, Parade's 20 Most Anticipated Books of 2020, and Library Journal's Best Audiobooks of 2020. Margarita shared in the interview with Roz that Una was inspired by some of her own moments of disconnect she experienced in her late 30s. Noting it was hard to believe she was almost 40 when sometimes she was still feeling like a teenager and other times she wasn't feeling much older. I feel like we can relate to that. I think we can. 100%. So this experience got her to think about the main character of Una who experiences her adult life out of order through time traveling to a different age every year. She stated, I've long been fascinated by time travel as a story device but I felt like there were ways it could be used to explore more personal narrative. You don't often get an in-depth look at the effects time travel might have on a person's day-to-day life, their identity, and their relationships. And that's what I wanted to explore in this novel. Sounds awesome. So a little bit about the stories. The synopsis came from Goodreads. It's New Year's Eve, 1982, and Una Lockhart has her whole life before her. At the stroke of midnight, she will turn 19 and the year ahead promises to be one of consequence. Should she go to London and study economics or remain at home in Brooklyn to pursue her passion for music and be with her boyfriend? As the countdown to the new year begins, Una faints and awakens 32 years in the future in her 51-year-old body. Greeted by a friendly stranger in a beautiful house she's told is her own, Una learns that with each passing year, she will leap to another age at random. And so begins Una out of order. Hopping through decades, pop culture fads, and much-needed stock tips, Una is still a young woman on the inside, but ever-changing on the outside. Who will she be next year? Philanthropist? Club kid? World traveler? Wife to a man she's never met? Surprising, magical, and heart-wrenching, Margarita Montemore has crafted an unforgettable story about the burdens of time, the endurance of love, and the power of family. A quote from Library Journal states, A compelling page-turner, Montemore delivers a rock-and-roll love letter to 1980s to 90s New York City as Una discovers her true self through a lifetime of music and pop culture. A perfect match for those who enjoy well-developed characters with a twist. The Associated Press stated, Una Out of Order takes a unique approach on time travel. With each turn of the year, we see the plot moving along with unexpected yet entertaining twists and turns. We learn at the end of the day, time is of the essence and love endures all. And I think the coolest part of this, there is an Una out of order Spotify playlist. That's awesome. Right? It was created by the author herself and features music by artists such as Kate Bush, Pink Floyd, Depeche Mode, The Killers, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Prince, 
Radiohead, Outkast, and David Bowie, just to name a few. Wow. So cool. I was listening to the um, Una Out of Order Spotify playlist yesterday, and it was definitely super cool. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to put that on probably tomorrow while I'm working. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. So that's a little bit about the book. Tiffany, you got the paper version, right? I did. I got the paperback. It's a pretty book. I like it. I like it too. I think the cover, I like the blue on it, first of all. Yeah. It's like mostly blue. And I think the cover is quite eye-catching because she's like kind of out of order. Like her face is like off kilter. Exactly. Yeah. I'm excited to read this book. It sounds like it's going to be fun mm-hmm. and interesting, uh, especially waking up, going to sleep at, what was it? Going to sleep at 18 and waking up at 51. Yeah. And she just Whoa. passed out. It wasn't even going to sleep. She just passed out. Right. Yeah. At 19 and then woke up at 51. It's like, what's happening here? I can't imagine. I'm so curious to see how it's like, like her story plays out. The synopsis mentioned that she's like kind of still feeling the same 19 year old self in the 51 year old's body. So I'm curious to see like, as she lives this age for that year, and then she pops to another age, what information like what emotions is she taking with her between the ages? Did she meet somebody in one age where she thought they were like her life partner and then she pops to another age and now like what's ever going to happen with that relationship? She can't find out until she pops to a later year. Like I'm just really (laughs) interested to see how they like discuss how the author really talks about like her actual experiences of that year and then what she makes of it when she pops to an ex- her in another year. Yeah, it should definitely be interesting. Mm-hmm. So I got the Kindle ebook. Um, so okay. I'm going to read that. I also found the audiobook on Libby. So I think I'm going to do a little bit of ebook and audiobook. Nice. That's my favorite way. Mm-hmm. I love doing it um, that way. Me too. So this, the paperback version anyways, has 336 pages. Uh, so what? Three thirty-six is one sixty something. Yeah. Oh, like look at that! Perfect. Chapter fifteen is what page? Is one sixty-five. So we can do either chapter fifteen at one sixty-five or sixteen at one seventy-eight. I think fifteen sounds good. All right. So we're gonna read uh, up to chapter fifteen. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Oh, my. So we will read the first half of this book and come back to discuss that with you. And then go read the second half of the book and discuss the whole book. Yeah. As we typically do in our episodes. (laughs) Are we coming up on our one-year podcast anniversary soon? I think we are. Let me go into It's quite exciting. I know. We've been at it for a little while. It's been really fun. It has been fun. All right. So we published our first episode March 19th of 2023. Oh, all right. So So two months away. Yeah. And it's going to come up quick, I think. It is. We already have our two books for the next two months picked out already. So, yep. Because in March, we're going to read part two of the Sutherland series, Chasing Endless Mm -hmm. Summer. Absolutely. And then who knows what we'll read after that, but. I feel like it should be something fun in celebration of our I mean we read a lot of fun books I don't know what I'm saying but <laughs> it's got to be a really cool book for a celebration of one year 
I totally agree. I will say like, maybe we need to think about our wheel for like the month of April as our like celebratory book and maybe pick one that's a little more like lighthearted because we definitely have some heavy titles. Oh, for sure. On our list. And Mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe we want to celebrate with something like lighthearted and fun. Yeah. Um, And if you listening uh, have any ideas what that book might be, please, Mm -hmm. you know, send us a recommendation. You can email us at wobberbpod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or TikTok, wobberbpod, W-A-B-R-B-P-O-D. Mm-hmm. We are always interested in recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have any, it could be a fun, happy, lighthearted recommendation. It could be an emotionally heavy recommendation. Any recommendations you have, yeah. send them our way. Email us, find us on social media, and let us know. So join us next time as we read through the first half of the book, Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Do you want to try that again? Yes.